You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Good morning, folks. If it's morning for you. If it's evening, uh... Good evening. Sweet dreams. <laughs> um, Zach and I are just having an interesting pre-recording discussion where he thinks he knows the topic I'm going to give him. I'm quite sure. Okay. It's okay. Well, now that we're into it, um, it came up in something I was reading this morning. Yeah. So you know, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I knew that was it. The way, well, as soon as you said that this morning, is the second you brought it up, I swear I was like. She's definitely going to give me that as a topic. <laughs> well, it was on my list. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then with the um, tie-in of today being the first day of summer, mm-hmm. and that's why it came up, I was like, oh, this is a done deal. Yeah. So the topic is Stonehenge. Stone- I knew it. I feel like I've I've always thought, you know, there's a couple topics that are just like good go-tos. We'd like to know what they're about. We all know a little bit about them, but come on, tell us the actual story of it. And this morning, um, so today is the is the solstice. Today is the first day of summer. And I was just looking it up and reading about it, as Zach and I tend to do, which is why we have this podcast. And one of the things I saw was that on the solstices, the summer and winter solstice, Stonehenge apparently lines up with the sun exactly. So that, you know, gave me a little spark and I said, you know what? What better time to learn all about Stonehenge? I agree. I think this will um, obviously is well-timed. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, this will be good. I mean, I, I don't really know a whole lot about... To me, Stonehenge is one of those things that's always been fascinating. I'm sure a lot of people would agree. Always been like this big mystery. And then... Uh, you, you know, you learn about it here and there, or like maybe read a little book about it when you're in grade school or, mm-hmm. or whatever, you see something on the history channel and, um, it, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It seems like it's never that satisfying of a story behind it, but I don't really well, remember what the story is. Well, I think that's the problem is that I think, I think it's a mystery. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's why it's not satisfying is that we don't know. Yeah. But do your best to find out the answer in these 30 minutes. We'll alert the rest of the world once you dig it up. And um, I bet it'll be fun because, you know, when it's something like this where maybe it's unknown what the truth is, you can just explore all the different ideas people have. And sometimes that's more fun than the truth anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, yeah. make sure one of the ideas is aliens. Okay. Okay, great. Perfect. You'll love it. Thank you. How did it go? Oh, uh, sorry. Gosh. It went great. Great. So, you know about Stonehenge, right? I don't know that I do. I mean, I know what it looks like. That's almost the extent of it. I would hope that everybody knows what it looks like. It's yeah. famous enough that if you don't know what Stonehenge is when you hear Stonehenge or can't picture it in your head, uh, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta look start it up. looking some stuff up. I mean, can I describe it briefly of what Please, I remember yeah. it as? So it's like a circle of big stones, 
and a lot of I if not all of them or a lot of them are like two long rectangle stones kind of next to each other and then a rectangle stone on top of them making a little hat for them you know on their head going across horizontally and it's just like a bunch of those in a circle and more or less and i'm just saying for fun now because i didn't do the research no one knows why it's there no one knows how it got there because these stones are so heavy and it's wild correct it is wild um, Stonehenge is, according to Britannica, the world's most famous stone circle. No <laughs> argument there. What other stone circle is there? Uh, apparently there are other, there are others, but if this none, were none more, is famous as Stonehenge. If this were a more popular podcast, we'd get a million emails being indignant about the famous stone circles around the world. Oh, I'll, being who there we are, are there we'll are get stone none. circles though. Yeah, no, I believe it. I I do believe it. Stonehenge is um, about a hundred miles west of London in England. Mm. I can't believe I didn't write down the name of the town where it is. I forget. It's pro- it's I think it's Stonehenge Whitmore. Town. I want to say it's Whitmore. I don't imagine there being a lot around Salisbury it. something, Whitmore, Stick. England. Yes, Salisbury Stick. Perfect. Uh, we've all seen Stonehenge, right? It's like yeah. Katie said, these uh, this large formation, circular formation of stones, these huge stones standing upright like dominoes when you line them up to knock them down they're standing up like that and then picture if you had two dominoes standing up side by side and then you laid another domino over top of them to bridge them together we've all seen it and these are huge stones the biggest ones are 30 feet tall and wait really yeah i was just good when i was doing my description in my head i was like they're like as tall as a person probably oh no they're much way taller taller than a person it might be deceiving um i don't know if any of them are 30 feet tall from the ground up but they might have as many as four or five feet underground and then well that's just as impressive oh yeah for sure yeah much much taller than a person The, the biggest one is 30 feet tall uh weighing as much as 50,000 pounds, which is about the weight of your average fire truck. Fire truck. Wow. Yeah, on the heavier side of average when you're talking about a fire truck. That's great. I mean, that's a lot of pounds. And like you said, the thing about Stonehenge is that nobody truly knows who built them mm-hmm. or exactly when they were built. I mean, we, we have really good ideas and estimates, but of course, when you're talking about something like Stonehenge that is thousands and thousands of years old you if there's no written record you can't truly be sure yeah and it's the kind of thing that you look at it today and you think if someone today said hey build that it would be a monumental task slash like maybe you couldn't even do it because you just said a 50,000 pound rock you gotta dig a hole and stand it upright I mean even with all the equipment we have today that's a gigantic ask absolutely it's it's utterly confusing and it's been confusing people for thousands of years um all through the middle ages people in england because they're the ones who knew about it um there was no instagram they couldn't share it and be like what's hashtag what's this and like get opinions from across the world i don't even know if that would have helped to be honest yeah probably not Uh, the people in england they thought that it was built using magic oh (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were gonna suggest something (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I just thought you were going to suggest something real. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. They thought Not that, that it was magic isn't real. But... Using magic. Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. 
they literally thought that Merlin the wizard mm. like used his powers to build uh, this stone structure. I'm not sure if they were calling it Stonehenge that long ago, but anyway. Um, Was Merlin a real guy? Do you know? So here's the thing, and I can't remember if we're going to touch on this later or not. Uh, let's assume we aren't. Mm-hmm. Merlin, so this whole like wizards and King Arthur and stuff like that, mm-hmm. from what I understand, and I could be totally off, but from what I understand, that was written in the uh, 1100s by a man, I don't remember his name, but like he wrote out this whole like fictitious history of England. Oh. But then for hundreds of years, people thought it was true. Oh, wow. With King Arthur, with Merlin the Wizard, with dragons. Like they oh, cool. believed that this was actually the history of England. This is a good It's like, whole a, like topic. A, a very much more, uh, a very, like a more modern, um, like mythical history, I guess. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, like people like in ancient Zeus Greece. And, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But this is a lot more recent than yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they, the way I take it, they really did believe that this man's mm-hmm. work of fiction was the history of England for like a long time. Okay. So they thought that Merlin the Wizard built it and that either uh, King Arthur or his family or a dragon was buried there. Oh, wow. So they knew that there was significance around it, but mm-hmm. they obviously were just... They were really grasping at straws here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then in the 1600s, 17th century, an archaeologist discovered graves at Stonehenge. So again, people had always been fascinated by it. They're going there. They're poking around. They're Mm -hmm. like, what is this place? This is so bizarre. Um, It must mean something. How do you discover graves? You just started digging and you're like, oh, shoot. I think that's the only way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So he finds these graves and that led them to believe that it was built by the Druids, who were the religious leaders of the Celtics before. Or Kel- is, it, is it Celtics or Celtics? I think you I mean, say obviously Celtics. the basketball team is Celtics, yeah. but like I think you say Celtics when okay. you're talking about it. I love Druids. Like, really? Yeah, I only learned about them once, and it was brief. And I remember being like, "Wait a second, this is." I, I could immerse myself in druids for months, so someday I will. Well, maybe you'll have to enlighten us one day because I'm not about to do that. I don't really know what Great. the druids, who the druids were, besides they were the religious leaders of the Celtics before Christianity. Assign me druids one day, okay? Okay, I will love it. And I do have one fact about them. Interestingly, they did not write anything. That's like the fact about druids. That's like oh, the first thing that yeah. you learn about mm-hmm. druids. They have no written records of anything. Supposedly, they were literate and they were educated and very well respected, mm-hmm. but their beliefs um, forbid them from recording their knowledge wow. in any way. That's so fascinating. Pretty interesting, right? Yeah. So once that guy found this, the the bodies there, mm-hmm. the the graves, I don't know what made him connect that to the druids, but either way, that became like the the top theory of, of okay. what went on there, mm-hmm. and that lasted all the way until. Pretty much modern times with the uh, hmm. until the invention of carbon dating, oh, which wow. do you know when carbon dating was invented? No. What would you guess? Hmm. Nineteen fifty-seven. Oh, that's a pretty good guess. I thought it was gonna be way later. I would have guessed like oh, the eighties, really? but it was in the forties. Oh, okay. uh, When it came about, um, archaeologists used this new technology of carbon dating uh, at Stonehenge in the fifties and were shocked at the result so tell us they thought the druids did it 
but it turns out that these skeletons were like thousands of years older than the and druids is. period in that area wow um th- i saw one figure that says that a skeleton tested uh turned out to be from 4200 bc that's extreme yeah which is that's a thousand years <laughs> prior to the druids earliest known existence wow um that's like early humanity i feel like that's very crazy. much so yeah well i mean i guess not entirely but still yeah. extremely early what were we talking about last week that was kind of the same time period Rosetta I already Stone? Forget. Yeah. that was that was more recent i think oh yeah that was like 300 BC. yeah yeah, yeah so 4200 bc that's ridiculous thousands of years prior to that that's crazy Still, though, mm-hmm. who the heck built it? I don't know. We Tell don't us. know. Is the answer aliens? I wish it was. Okay. Um, so the leading theories today mm-hmm. are that Stonehenge was built by several groups, actually, in several phases, spanned over hundreds of years. Wow. That's I cool. know. It's pretty weird. Uh, modern historians, they, they think that it started with the Neolithic people, which... That would have been about 3,000 B.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Neolithic people were the first to raise animals for food and to cultivate land and plants. See, I uh, told for, you for this farming. is early humanity. Yeah. In 3,000, they're just starting to grow their own food. What were they up to in 4,200 B.C.? That's a That's good point. insane. Yeah, that, I mean, I guess just hunting and gathering. I'm That's just it. wildly impressed, guys. So this, yeah, this is still the Stone Age mm-hmm. when, when this is going down. That's who they think did it now. The Neolithic people started it. But like I said, it was built in these really interesting phases. Uh, first of which, they think the, the Neolithic people built a, uh, a massive circular ditch. Okay. And uh, and what they had dug out of the ditch, the spoils, that's what it's called, like whatever you take out of the ground when you're digging a hole, okay. they used the spoils to build uh, an embankment around the ditch. Uh-huh. So you have a, a, a ditch and an embankment. They think sure. that was built by the Neolithic people around 3000 BC. But did they even have shovels? No, they didn't. They would have used um, like prehistoric deer uh, antlers. Are you kidding? No. This is there was so a intense. type of deer I just learned wow. about watching uh, that uh, Cave of Forgotten Dreams documentary about that cave in France with the oh, oldest yeah, yeah. paintings ever. Uh-huh. I just learned about the name of this animal. I forget it already, but it was a, a prehistoric deer. And it was basically, uh, you know, it's like a version of a moose, mm-hmm. but its antlers oh. are even more drastic. I like, could see that. As wide paddles. Like, what, that would make a great shovel. Yeah, moose antlers. If antler you can get your hands on one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they, so impressive. Yeah, so they think they did that, built the uh, the ditch mm-hmm. in the bank, and then several hundred years later, a new group, possibly descendants of those same people, mm-hmm. possibly not, people who traveled from somewhere else, uh, put in place these uh, bluestone, bluestone, like a type of stone called bluestone, mm-hmm. which uh, that makes up the center of Stonehenge. The bluestone oh, okay. is clustered in the middle of it. The, the the stone this is crazy the stone that they use the blue stone has uh been found to come from whales over 200 miles away that's so crazy ridiculous right yes. so that's stage two and then stage three probably about a thousand years after that so now we are around 1200 bc the outer stand sandstone sandstone slabs 
Is that the dominoes we're talking about? Right. Okay. Uh, those would have been set in place um, in those three-piece formations mm-hmm. about uh, 1200 BC. So and this is those are the now... ones that are weighing up to 50,000 pounds. Right, right. Literally lifted 20 feet in the air. So this is How? now we're saying over a period of... 3,000 years? Uh, no, not quite 3,000 years. More more close, closer to probably 1,500 years from about 3,000 okay. BC to maybe 1,200 BC. Yeah, but still. In today, so still, yeah. That means that something that happened in what? Uh, my math is being terrible. What's 1,500 years ago right now? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Uh, 1,500 years ago right now would be like... 1,500? No. No, oh. like 700. Right. 700. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, that would mean that something that is... Or no, 500. Right. 500. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were at... Oh, no. That's no. 200. Yeah. Not 20. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I did so the same thing. 500 AD, it would be as if right now we were completing construction on something that started in 500 AD. Yeah. You could say completing construction. That kind of makes it sound like it had been being worked on constantly. Well, no, I know. I know it's not worked on constantly, but perhaps there was a through line of thought. Uh, yeah, perhaps. I hadn't really thought of that, but that's it's possible. Like like it said, it might have been the descendants of these people, and yeah. that just kept getting passed down. Also, okay. Wait, I have blue- to make a correction. Hold okay. on. Hold that thought. Yeah, Don't yeah, forget. Yeah. I was saying 1200 BC. Uh, those large st- sandstone slabs the three mm-hmm. the formations of three that would have been about 2000 bc i was just okay. reading my handwriting wrong my parentheses looked like a one. Oh, oh. so that's about 2000 bc so, okay, so we're little, spanned like a little yeah. over a thousand years but there's more but okay. before that i just wanted to point out that the people who brought the blue stones into the center yeah. had to get over an embankment and through a ditch to get into the middle with those stones <laughs> Katie, they had to go 200 miles right. with those stones. Right. A ditch and an embankment. You're talking about literally the last 75 feet of a 200-mile yeah. journey? They could have had to cross mountains yeah. and rivers. Very true. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I like where your head's at, but... Yeah, it's just wild. That's all. Uh, after that, so after those things go up in 2000 BC, yeah, mm-hmm. about 1,000 years after construction began... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when the last building that we know of or that we think happened was in 1600 BC. Uh, that would have been um, like the blue stone in the middle. It mm-hmm. looks like it had been shifted around as late as 1600 BC, sort of rearranged wow. a little bit. Isn't it crazy how archaeologists and scientists and stuff can even know that? How do you yeah, know when these do... stones were shifted? That's crazy. No idea. Uh, and they they think that there were more stones before, like maybe twice as many stones there as before. Wow. Um, and I guess this is all that survived. Where they went, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, there, There's... There's a lot of theories of what Stonehenge is. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, was like whoever built it. We we kind of kind of have an idea of that at this point with the Neolithic people, and mm-hmm. then we don't really know who. But a thousand years later, yeah. maybe some descendants that blah blah blah. Um, but why? That's still a big question, right? Yeah. Because you look at it, and it's obviously impressive. It's obviously important. It's literally one of a kind Mm -hmm. so it must have been very significant but what is the significance i mean we had found at this point we found bodies there Mm -hmm. but what's that really mean 
Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of theories ranging from a burial ground for a family or for a royal family. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's possibly a religious place, uh, a place where human sacrifice took place. Um, given the bodies they found, they wonder oh, if maybe uh-huh. this is somewhere that they sacrificed people. A place for healing, which, based on, uh, I guess, they think that maybe people believed that the blue stones had healing powers. Oh, okay. As evidenced by multiple graves there containing people who were thought to be sick or injured. Oh, uh-huh. but I'm like, hello, yeah, that's who you bury when they die—sick or injured people. <laughs> yeah, Especially that's back true. then, it wasn't. I'm, Assuming yeah. it wasn't a lot of like living to a ripe old age of seventy-seven and then yeah. like passing away in your sleep. True. Like, mm-hmm. Not that that's an appropriate age to just pass away in your sleep, but I'm saying like, yeah, everyone who died back then was sick or injured, so yeah. I don't really get why they're trying to make that connection. I thought you were gonna say they found like they all had bluestone in their bones, like they were eating it or something. No, that would be kind of cool. But that brings us to the reason you brought it up today. This is a theory on what oh, it might yeah. have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, people have noticed that uh, it it has a certain alignment with the sun mm-hmm. on both the summer and winter solstice. So tonight, today is June 20th as we record. Mm-hmm. Tonight is the setting of the sun on the solstice. And tomorrow morning, June 21st, as you hear this, is the rising of the sun on the solstice. Cool. So I guess that means that tomorrow morning, um, or again, this this past morning, if you're hearing this uh, on Monday, what happens is the sun rises directly over the heel stone, which is about which is a 15-foot stone that's kind of off on its own, like 200 feet away from the center of Stonehenge. Wow. The sun rises directly over it and shines its light into the middle of Stonehenge. Wow. And uh, according to the, this is the English Heritage website, um, like their government website, at the winter solstice, one can stand at the enclosure entrance, enclosure like meaning uh, uh, Stonehenge entrance, Mm -hmm. facing the center of the stones and watch the sun set uh, in the southwest part of the horizon. But here's the thing. I don't really get the significance of that. At the winter solstice, you can stand at the entrance and watch the sun set in the southwest horizon it's just like all right well what's that lining up with is it doing something special what's it look like i don't know three weeks before or after the winter solstice does it is it like not rising up between some stones you know like the, st- the stones are all spaced out like there's right. got to be every day of the year you must be able to stand in some position in there and look and see it rising through stones and shining in yeah i guess so, so. i don't fully get that right but obviously there obviously yeah. it's important to people and it's mm-hmm. a significant enough um alignment that perhaps if we were there seeing it we should look up photos um if we were there seeing it I maybe did. we'd be like yeah. oh that makes sense I, yeah yeah, I'm sure it makes total sense. I just don't get it and didn't have a chance to like dig deep enough into mm-hmm. it. But uh, obviously it's significant enough that people think that it, it probably wasn't by accident that it was aligned yeah, that way. I doubt it. Um, some think it could have been an ancient calendar or uh, a yeah. predictor of eclipses and whatnot. And That's cool. at least lets them know what day is the summer solstice because the day that it rises directly over that rock is the solstice. And mm-hmm. same with the winter. And that's important to know when you're trying to grow food. Yeah, and, totally. And 
uh, I saw one place said that maybe the only person who really knew that secret would kind of wield that power. So when they saw that solstice, they would tell everybody else that the the season was coming. And then when they were right, people mm-hmm. would think they were super brilliant. You yeah, know? that's interesting. I mean, which you are super brilliant if you figured that out right. and no one else knows it. Yeah, but you're a jerk if you don't tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. But then others argue that the typical, and who knows what it was like 3,000, 4,000 years ago, but others argue that the typical English cloud cover probably would have prevented these ancient people from having any awareness of events like eclipses yeah. uh, and, and, and the like. So I, I don't really know. know. I don't know. But, but uh, again, I saw it somewhere. It's like the, the way that it is aligned would be extremely improbable that that was just coincidence. Yeah. The way that yeah. it aligns with the sun on the solstice. So people back in, those, in these ancient times, they were so smart at astrology they were just so at astrology astronomy i know it's also so astrology strange. but um but they were so good at measuring they they just knew everything like so much more than we are today i feel like they were so in tune with the you know time of the year and this is the solstice yeah. this is the um equinox all these things and it's We've a, lost it. It's especially impressive, uh, considering that there there was still so much to learn on Earth, but they were that preoccupied with the stars and the planets and everything yeah. going on, on in the sky, and like and like you said, really good at figuring that out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like they didn't have metal yet you know like i mean maybe yeah. that when they were figuring out the stars right. and the sun sure but not if that's the case with this stonehenge it wasn't yeah, the bronze age yet, you know age, yeah. yeah so who knows um i mean i really don't know i think it's i think it's cool i love the mystery of it but uh i i don't even know if i don't have an opinion i don't have a theory it's mm. I'm, I'm kind of just like you didn't leave the research we'll never being know. like i think this is this no yeah, yeah. i feel like, i know there are some things like that where you know, it, it could be kind of fun to just pick something and run with it, but in your heart of hearts, you're like, there's no way of knowing. <laughs> there's just yeah. no way of knowing. And even like the, all of the leading theories, mm-hmm. say any of them is true. It's just, it's not that it's anticlimactic or not exciting, but it's, it's just like, okay, yeah, this was an mm-hmm. important place to them. It's not, yeah. a, it's not, a, it's not a significant location necessarily or anything like that. It's just like, no, they needed to build a, a Let's call it a temple, and this is where they built it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, it was very hard, but the guy who was funding it was very rich, so or he had all these slaves, so like he was the only person on earth who could make it happen, and he did. Yeah. He built it. It's just like... But even then, still, if we really could figure out how they brought Bluestone that's, from that's, 200 miles away... That's much more interesting yeah, to me, is how, how they, they did it, and yeah. not only like got the stones, got them there, but like just coordinating the whole thing, that to me is more interesting than... Why did they build yeah. it? Well, because the why is probably, like all the things you're saying, is probably either something religious or it could be some kind of calendar or something. Unless the why, I mean, it's never going to be that exciting unless it's something, you know, like, oh, they were creating time travel vortexes in here, you know, and that would just be like a totally different situation. Yeah. Or if it's like a, they excavated the entire, which I'm sure they know exactly what's underground everywhere and, mm. or if anything mm-hmm. is there, but like they excavated the entire area and oh my God, we never realized Stonehenge is just the tip of a huge city. Like, yeah. Like something like that would be fascinating, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, I feel like this is yeah, basically a, uh, 
a gazebo that they built. Yeah. A very impressive gazebo, and, like, they yeah. probably prayed there or sacrificed people there. And yeah. Right. Still very cool. It's though. very impressive to mm-hmm. look at, uh, in photos at least. Even today, mm-hmm. literally today, events at the, uh, at the solstices at Stonehenge can draw crowds of up to 30,000 people. Wow. I think a million people there visit there every year. Wow. Um, but you would have to imagine that this day and the winter yeah. solstice would be the, Big the days. biggest days of the year there. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the second year in a row, there is no event for the summer solstice thanks to COVID. COVID? They literally canceled the event uh, on the 16th. Like this past this week. year, oh no! Well, like what it were was they like, gonna do anyway? They were gonna have it, or I think I I, did, I wasn't really like reading it super closely, but I saw it kept saying that the government delayed the reopening mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, it made it made it sound like they had been tracking to reopen their whatever on time. I don't know what you would say mm-hmm. uh, on time to have the event this year, yeah. and then like. On the 16th, the government said, oh, we're not doing it on the mm. 15th anymore or whatever. Or, yeah. or on the, the – today's the 20th. 20th, Let's yeah. say they were going to reopen on the 19th. Three days prior, they were like, never mind, we're not reopening on mm. the 19th. So then they had to last minute cancel this. That's too bad. Yeah, which is a bummer. But people who consider themselves pagan mm-hmm. or druids oh. have been permitted to gather – in pre-booked groups uh, on days surrounding the solstice to celebrate what I guess is a meaningful day. Yeah, of course it's meaningful. I mean, solstices are very meaningful days um, throughout all of history, I think, for many, many cultures. Yeah, so they were still allowed to go. It said on days surrounding the solstice. I don't know if they, like, totally cut it off on the day, but maybe uh, to not play favorites. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Well, it's nice that they got a religious exemption. Yeah, Stonehenge, surprisingly, mm-hmm. not the only prehistoric site in and around England, which I didn't realize that. I mean, I, I could picture there being castles from 1,200 years ago, but in England, there are lots of like prehistoric sites like this. There's a place mm-hmm. called the, speaking of another stone circle, the Castle Rig Stone Circle, which this is a much larger but much smaller stones, like Okay. Little mini boulders. I mean, I was looking at a big aerial photo that shows uh-huh. the entire thing, and they look like they're maybe the size of, like, uh, I don't know, a large suitcase or something like that. Okay. But there are, I don't know, 60 of them that make wow. a huge circle. That's uh, cool. That's from about 3000 BC. Wow. There is the Bellis Knapp Long Barrow, which is this really interesting, like, elevated burial chamber that's built into the ground so it's like a built mound that is then like dug out and hollowed out on the inside almost like a man-made cave wow where they found like 37 bodies buried inside that uh is from 3000 bc there is the uh avabury i don't really know how you would say that a-v-e-b-u-r-y avabury um which is like a much smaller stone circle that's 2500 bc so lots of old sh- stuff to check out. That's really in, cool. Uh, in England, I bet. I mean, if you want to, if we're <laughs> if 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 you think about it, there's probably old stuff everywhere in the world. If that, as long as it doesn't get 
disturbed and ruined by modern people. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't know. Just Do people know that Stonehenge is in England? It doesn't feel like it's in England to me. I mean, I don't know. I knew that, so it feels like it to me. Okay. I was surprised to see all this other stuff. Yeah, know. no, me too. That's really interesting. I mean, maybe it would be fun to go to one of those. Stonehenge is probably the touristy one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely sees the most traffic. Yeah, but also sounds like the coolest one, so maybe I still want to go to there. Yeah, someone was saying they went and it was... Underwhelming? Yes. Really? Yes. How can it Sorry, be underwhelming? England. Sorry, Stonehenge. I don't remember who it was. It might have been Theo Vaughn. Oh, eh. I don't trust him about stone. <laughs> uh, like I said, there's two different types of stone there. The sandstone, which are the uh, the much bigger stones. So those came from a local, about 20 miles away, close enough that it's like, uh, they could have actually, I guess, technically already been laying right here. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to assume that those came from anywhere at most 20 miles away, okay. which is obviously insane. But not yeah. when you're comparing it to the blue stone, yeah. which are from 200 miles away. So they think that they got them there using, um, like, floating them there. Like, they're putting themselves in the shoes of people, the Neolithic people, Mm -hmm. and they're like, the only way they did this is if they floated them down the coast and then up the river, and that got them to, like, a semi-reasonable distance to move them over land. How do you float a rock? That feels hard. I mean, I think it'll... Float on anything, any you know, any raft that you have built, or I think it said they yeah. might have even used like huge wicker baskets or something like that. <laughs> wow! Uh, and then for the sandstone, the much larger stones, it still baffles people. No one truly knows how. Um, they think that probably most likely they did a thing where they kind of put them on sleds and rolled the sleds along logs and, and mm. did it that way. Um, they don't really know though is the point but it reminded me of I remember seeing this thing on probably the History Channel years and years ago where they were trying to reconstruct the heads at Easter Island Mm -hmm. or not reconstruct but they so they had all of these super smart people engineers and and physicists from universities and they they only were able to use the things that would have been available to the people who originally moved the heads at Mm -hmm. Easter Island yeah and they were like Here's a replica stone. I mean, like, it's, you know, not a real stone, but it's, like, a stone of the same size, same weight, actual Uh stone. You know, take everything that you... Here's everything you have at your disposal. Like, see what you can do. And it's, like, it it took them, like, six days to move it, like, ten feet, you know? And that was with them being as smart as they are yeah. and and all the math not having to make their own rope, you know? Yeah, And all the math we have, and it, it was borderline impossible not impossible but just showed how difficult it must have been yeah unless they had a little bit of help from who aliens maybe (gasps) oh my gosh maybe from aliens i told you i wanted it to be aliens i looked it up just for you okay so this is like the last thing i wrote down uh i gotta tell you i didn't see anything substantial other than people saying maybe aliens visited them and and maybe aliens built stonehenge or maybe they at least provided the the technological knowledge to build it mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where it ends hey that sounds pretty plausible to me if it maybe happened <laughs> uh i mean i'm sure there are literally books written about yeah, aliens how aliens may have helped in, yeah but i didn't get a chance to read any yeah, um, it's probably fine. but there was i mean there's nothing like with a lot of alien claims yeah. i guess there's nothing 
to really back up that idea other than just floating it yeah anything on earth that's like impressive and we don't exactly know how it happened i feel like there's a good subsect of people who say aliens did it absolutely yeah Yeah. um i have a couple of little fun facts great we're wrapping up if you can't tell i can tell and i'm excited for it okay um just real quick Mm -hmm. some of the stones at stonehenge are now cemented in place so that they don't move by like, by, like the government, people. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, why? Because they were like, "Oh, there's an earthquake or something." Probably. Yeah. Okay. It's probably just like, okay, well, we're let's clearly not this. taking yeah. these away or moving them. So, mm-hmm. like, let's make sure that no one moves them, yeah. and nothing moves them, no storm, no yeah, earthquake, that whatever. makes sense. Uh, some king, I don't know his name, <laughs> in the 17th century, had a gigantic hole dug in the center of Stonehenge to look for buried treasure oh so i guess i mean because when you see stonehenge there's there's no there's no real opening in the middle like the mm-hmm. stones kind of speckled all through so i would imagine they had to displace some stones mm-hmm. in the meantime and mm-hmm. then put them back where they were hopefully it's not yeah. like there's a photographic record or anything so hopefully True. they put them back where they were um also, what's it matter? Let's be honest. Uh, how would we ever know if they did or didn't? True. Uh, but yeah, he was looking for buried treasure. Did he find any? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Uh, and then the last thing here, this sounds ridiculous. I don't even know where they get off making an estimation like this, but uh, it is estimated that Stonehenge would have taken 40 million man hours to complete building of. Jeez. Which is four times the man hours required to build the Empire State Building. Wow. Well, that sounds about right because you think so? those rocks are big and they didn't have cranes. Yeah, and I guess when you factor in traveling uh, 200 miles mm-hmm. rock by rock, obviously, like God knows how many people it took to move one rock at a time yeah that far i mean it's not like one guy could tow it along the shore it's like no it was probably an entire team yeah and that took months yeah it's interesting though that perhaps more hours went into building stonehenge than the empire state building yeah i believe it i mean back i guess yeah now that i'm thinking more about it it doesn't sound so ridiculous yeah i mean you could give me 40 million hours i don't think i could build that thing without a crane and access to a company who builds things. That's the thing, too. Uh, you mentioned a crane. Like, they have the theories about rolling the logs and inching them, you know, one inch this way, one inch this way, kind of walking them, uh, mm-hmm. using rope and stuff like that. And it's like, sure, let's assume that they, they rolled these 50,000-pound stones 20 miles and it was a piece of cake. How did they lift them? Yeah, how'd they stand them up? 20-something – stand them up, yeah, one thing – but then how did they lift them and place them on top of other rocks? The capstones, right? right? Like That's insane. How on earth did they do that? Yeah. It doesn't I, make any sense. Yeah. Truly. I, it, I mean, that is that is beyond my comprehension. Perhaps it was an alien. I think it was an alien. Wow. Uh, that's all I have on Stonehenge. Cool. That was awesome. I really liked learning about that. It was fun. And it's fun. a very appropriate timing, right? Yeah. With, with the solstice. I Good really call. hope we get to go see it someday. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, it's close enough. I want to go to London. Yeah. You know that. Let's take a day trip. And it's, uh, I looked it up. It's like you get on a train, it's like two and a half hours. Oh, perfect. Perfect yeah. day Maybe trip. even less. Yeah. We'll bring some wine and cheese on the train. Oh, wow. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30minuteexpertpodcast, that's 30minuteexpertpodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.